Yo, guys, this is Archibald III, producer for For Your Viewing Pleasure podcast. Just a slight warning, there are going to be some spoilers in this episode. So um, listen at your own discretion. It's a warning. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. You are listening to For Your Viewing Pleasure. Roll sound. Yeah, Henry Cavill. To exit the DC Universe as Batman. What? Is that even Batman? You see Superman? You see Superman? I don't know. Oh my god. I love this game. I love this game. Fuck Marvel, man. Hey, hey, she was so sure about it. Batman. I don't know who these people are. So yeah, he's he's leaving. As? <laughs> As Superman. Hey, hey guys, you're listening to For Your Viewing Pleasure podcast with me, Esther. I am joined today by Mr. M, aka Michael, uh, Archibald III. And I am Basil Joseph II, second, second of his household, or the Van Joseph household. Jeez. There we go. Second, wow. gener- second generation of the land of Great Britain. And <laughs> deceiver of all employers who think that someone else is coming. <laughs> not come for an interview. That's an intro. Oh, yeah, wow. That is a brilliant intro. You know what, intro. I think that's even Trump. <laughs> all of Catherine's yeah. intros. Hey, Catherine, you've been replaced. You've been replaced, Catherine. Officially. <laughs> Yes, uh, so you're probably wondering where is Catherine. Catherine's not here today, so we have Basil standing in for her. You have to get rid of her still, man. She won't cut in it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to beat you up when she is there. Oh, man. So, yeah, let's just get into it. So, first, we're going to. Actually, before we start, how was everyone's week or everyone's two weeks? It's all right, man. Been all right? Yeah, it's rested, just like. Busy, isn't it? Yeah. Just, you just work and then just rest on weekends. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Unless you're Michael. Michael doesn't rest at yeah, all. Yeah, Michael doesn't. Massive uh, like, oh, man. I'm in Scotland today. Oh, I went to India. I went to think. He's like, oh. I'm in Singapore now. Just <laughs> busy, man. He's a man of leisure. Yeah, busy. man. Basil, what about you? Yeah, same old weekend. I feel like for the last two weeks, I've just been living for the weekend. Mm. But um, did play football on the weekend, score two, team one four two. So hey. okay. we don't know anything about you. Can yeah, you? can you just explain that? Like, what is your experience of the TV shows and stuff like that? Like, why were you brought here? So for anyone who knows me, I'm very critical of movies <laughs> and TV shows, and I feel like in this day and age, there's just a lack of like originality or great script writing, okay. and so people tend to think I hate <laughs> or I do this on purpose. I just like to rant about films and TV shows, but I just have high expectations for the quality that people deliver to an audience and so yeah i love great stories i love um people who actually um engage with fruit to the audience through the various actors that they put in tv shows or movies and i love movies but i feel like over the last two years i've probably wasted too much in (laughs) cinema (laughs) (laughs) because i don't feel the quality has been there okay 
as much. Yeah. Okay. And obviously you're a fan of our podcast. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. I actually listen to it weekly. So on my way to work during the office while I'm typing away or pretending to type away, <laughs> I'm listening to it. That's so, dope, yeah. man. Okay. That's cool. real sick. Okay. So you're going to, you have your, you have your spotlights and all that stuff ready. So yeah, I'm ready. It'll be interesting to see what you say. Okay. So moving on to the news, we've got Henry... Is it Cavill? Yeah, Henry Cavill. Yeah, he's now going to be exiting the DC Universe as Spider-Man. And well, there have been rumbles in the whispers Spider-Man? in the... Spider-Man? I didn't know Henry Cavill was Spider-Man. <laughs> what was he, Batman? Yeah, I was like, Batman. 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 Yes. Batman. Okay. Uh, I was reading okay. that. Wait, is he going to be okay, called Spider-Man? Oh, he's a headshot okay. Spider-Man, boy. Can I just say something? Yeah. More like Venom. Obviously, <laughs> or Carnage. Obviously, I've made a mistake. Um, and Archie didn't change it on you know the show what? plan. No, no, I read it, but I thought you guys knew what you were talking about. So I just thought, you know what? Let me see what no, I Listen, guys, anyone that listens to this regularly, you know I do not, I don't care for superheroes. I don't know who these people are. So it's, it's at Archie's fault. So, wait, oh but why would you write Spider-Man out of like... Yo, I'm sorry, that is hilarious. That was, okay... Because I've, to me, they're I the same that person. I missed as well, like, because I saw Henry Cavill and I was like, okay, yeah. No, nah, nah, I, I saw the Spider-Man, but I thought, like, okay, you so, what you were talking no, about. How can I, I if it's wrong, how can I know what I'm talking about if because it's wrong? Because I, I was thinking along the lines, maybe you're saying he's going to act in the next Spider-Man. So I was actually going to okay, ask anyway, you to explain, like, It's DC Universe as Spider-Man. Okay, it. do you know what? I love it. It should be the title of the episode. The oxymoron. <laughs> do, you know, just re- do you know what? I just realised that, okay, yeah, Spider-Man. Okay, I know Spider-Man's in Marvel. <laughs> Anyway, to exit <laughs> the DC Universe as Batman. Okay? What? You're going to Batman. You're going to Batman. Superman. You're Superman. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. This I is love this game. I love this game. Fuck Marvel, man. Hey, hey, she was so sure of my answer. Batman. Because I don't, I don't know who these people are, okay? Oh, man. Okay. Superman, well, darling. Superman. Okay, Mr. Producer, I didn't flip and change it on the, the show plan. To be honest, yeah. It's your I fault. I literally saw Henry Cavill, DC. I was like, okay, cool. Probably Superman. I just saw the S and I was like, yeah. Okay, but you just said he was not fit. You just said he's not in DC. He what? is in DC, but he's Superman. Superman. He's Superman in DC, not Spider-Man. Not Spider-Man, not Batman. Superman. Same difference. No, it's not. Superman. One swings, one flies. Okay, whatever. And one has no powers. (laughs) They're all superheroes, isn't it? Vigilantes. By the way, one's in Marvel as well. Okay, so I'm just saying it's it's Archie's fault. So yeah, he's um, he's leaving. As? (laughs) As Superman. He's leaving as Superman. And I mean, I saw this on Twitter. I don't know. How true it is, but I've been mm. hearing that was it Michael B. Jordan is in the consideration oh, for what Superman? Yeah. But that's what I saw it. To be honest, because I remember like I read it on Twitter mm. and I sent it to the group chat ages ago, yeah. but it was a troll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then when it actually was confirmed to be true, I was pretty shocked. I was like, about. right, like he's actually left. But I think Warner don't just don't know what it's, they're doing it's anymore. Weird. Who's going to replace him though? It's going to be. I think he's been one of the best Superman. He has been. Yeah, Star- definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I, I think he looks the part. I don't watch. The I don't, I'm not too sure. My issue with I'm not really a superhero fan yeah. um 
same as Esther, just because I feel with the combat is not really great, which is why I enjoyed things such as Daredevil yeah. and, even, and even like The Dark Knight, because at least they get those um, combat scenes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't think Henry Cavill has had much to do with Superman in terms of that. Maybe probably since Man is still the first one, but I think he has looked the part mm, of Superman. Definitely. And yeah, I think he does embody what Superman is supposed be, to embody. Yeah. yeah. Which is? Um, hope. Well, I don't watch. <laughs> it's like so it doesn't you, even it, matter to me. It's gonna mm. be like when you remove that character, who's gonna replace him? You're gonna judge the next. Yeah, the next like, person that comes in. He's not good enough, man. Get him out. Of and here. and definitely, if they, I really hope they don't bring Michael B. Jordan. Because the only black Superman I know is Earth Two Superman. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they're they're definitely not going to bring that in into the whole timeline. I just think DC and Warner are just done out here. To be honest, mm. like they just don't know what they're doing. Like they tried to bring the whole continuity thing in, and it didn't really work out as well as they wanted to do it because they rushed it. And like these times, their peers have been doing it since 2007. So it's just like <laughs> you know, yeah. I feel like a lot of a lot of issues are starting to arise now. So it's really interesting as to what their next phase is going to be. Mm. I think with DC, it seems like there's a lot of creative differences. Yeah. And the reason why I think that's because I think DC tried to follow the way that the animation films um, portray themselves. Mm -hmm. A sort of a darker, more edgier side than sort of Marvel. And it didn't work. I mean, mm. they tried to be more family friendly with like the um, humor included to it. And I think the biggest issue with DC is their script writing. I don't think the writing for mm. their movies has been good enough. Mm. And I think that's where they've suffered and they've suffered a, an identity crisis because of that. And as Archie just said, I think, yeah, they just don't know where they're going now. And it'll be interesting to see what their next phase yeah. of films will reflect. It's weird because I think it is a mixture of their casting as well. I don't feel that all the characters reflect how the characters should look. Yeah. For example, I don't really. I think the only two characters that stand out for me was that Wonder- were decent was Superman yeah. um, and Aquaman, to be honest. Not even Wonder Woman. No. Actually, Wonder Woman. She was okay. That film was a waste yeah, of time. That film was a waste. I thought that film was terrible. No. One of the worst films it I've was, ever seen. It was, it was better, better than I expected. Nah. <laughs> I feel like Wonder Woman I had, had the best action scenes. Do you in, think? Yeah. I think he had one of the worst action nah, scenes. Compared yeah. to like, well, Superman, well, like, Manus still had the best action yeah. scene when Tony and people with Zod came. You're looking at me fighting. as if I know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was singing it. But, um, but yeah, like, I feel like Manus still had the best action scenes. But I then agree. as time progressed, I think Wonder Woman started taking that spot. I, I, the reason why I disagree with that is because I think Wonder Woman played a lot on the CGI part and mm. I thought it just true. looked terrible. Oh, yeah, true. And that's the reason why I didn't enjoy it, which is why I think they need to go back and strip it back a bit, mm. such as like how the Dark Knight was and have actual, you know, physical combat rather yeah. than people flying around and just, <laughs> you know, punching things yeah. or just yeah. like, yeah. you know, and all of that nonsense. I think they need to strip it back and have actual like combat um, mm. people come and actually train these people yeah. and remove and, you know, step away a lot from the CGI action because it, it, it looks bad. Yeah, because I think what Marvel thrive on is keeping it in-house yeah so even civil war like something as big as civil war they can scale it down to just hand-to-hand combat Mm. and then have like because there's a video i watched where they were describing how fight scenes in marvel and fight scenes in dc like compare to each other and marvel do it really well in terms of their script writing Mm. but also how they time those scenes as well yeah so it's like dc are really kind of struggling to sort of get it right at the moment and i feel like because everyone's shifting towards the marvel phase now in terms of cinematics, DC are like, oh shit, like what can we do to like keep up? What can we do to carry on? But 
And I 100% agree with that. And I think that's the reason why I liked Civil War yeah. a lot. Yeah. I think, yeah, they got, I think Civil War, they got the balance right between yeah. having yeah. a decent storyline mm. and having a decent amount of action um, for each of the characters. And uh, as you said, the combat scenes were quite good in Civil War. Mm. Definitely. I agree. Oh, no, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, moving on to our next news update is... Sons of Anarchy spin-off show, Mayans, um, MC. I don't know what the MC stands Motorcycle. for. Motorcycle. Yeah. Mo- Motorcycle Club. Okay. Yeah. Now I loved Sons of Anarchy. Damn right. It was it's one of the it's one of the best shows I've ever watched in my Surprised life. Surprised you like that though. It was a good show. Listen, <laughs> I, I know quality when I see it. It was a it was oh, a very man. good show. It was, it was. It's on Netflix. I don't is it still on Netflix? Yeah, it's still yeah, on Netflix. Netflix. It's an amazing show. So when Definitely. you said when you said that they've got a spin-off show, yeah. I was actually quite surprised. I'm like, I'd have I didn't even hear anything of it about mm. it. Yeah, it just popped out of nowhere. Yeah, so how is it? I mean, I haven't watched it. Um, how is it? It's t- still early days. Only two episodes out so far. Okay. It's interesting to see the connection between the Mayans and Sam Crow. So it's still building up and trying to understand what's going on. What, so. Why they have tension. Yeah, exactly. Even and though it's see, probably racism You as well. see <laughs> slight glimpse of... Um, they used to be partners, funnily enough, because mm. they're very helpful to each other currently in episode two there. Mm-hmm. Helping out each other, and you see a glimpse of um, what's his name, Jax's dad and his mum, and you're like, oh, I recognise you guys. In oh, there. are they? Yeah. Are they in? In the... you see them, you see them, yeah, as yeah, in yeah. the person that the people that they played when they were in. Yeah, yeah, but oh, okay. however, obviously it's prior to Jax. Being, it, are they being prior to Jax Teller? So you're seeing his dad. I forgot, Mister Teller, and you see his mum. So the mum is not the Jim actress that Jenner. played her. In... It's the same person. The same as person. old as she is. Yeah, is it before he's born? I don't even know. We haven't got. She's not. She's not young though. Yeah, she's not young. (laughs) Wait, so what's Sons of Anarchy about? Oh, Sons of Anarchy is about um, um, a rebellious motorcycle club who um, sell guns to more or less make a living, and you start to see like um, in-house tension building. Um, loyalty is being tested and it just goes through like their criminal phase and how there are a lot of police um, who sort of want to bring down this club and yeah you start to see different stories in-house within the club starting to appear how it affects the motorcycle club how it affects um, some of the club rules whether people actually follow the club rules and whether it also tests loyalties as to whether people will snitch on each other but is one of the greatest shows yeah, you've I've ever watched. seen mm-hmm. and you actually sorry, fall sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. the best blood of that show yeah. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Honestly, so so the things that how so I remember so how the creator himself describe he describes it like Shakespeare. Mm. So it's more or less like a motorcycle <laughs> club, but in <laughs> in a crazy. sort of Shakespeare play. Yeah, okay, and that's I, how I it agree is. with that. I yeah. think it's one it's one of those shows that you watch you thinking I don't know what to expect from this. It's just about yeah. people with motorcycles. But honestly, it's one of the if I can say it's good, then mm. it must be good. Because remember, I'm quite a tough critic. Yeah, and I remember just thinking, I remember watching it and then messaging you yeah. and be like, oh my god, this show's amazing. amazing. So um, it's, def- it's definitely something. Is it from the, se- the same writer? Same writer. He yep. plays um, Otto. Otto in it. Oh, Otto yeah, in the son of a yeah. Me, and he's da- the one that plays Jack's mom is actually his real wife in real life. Mm. Yeah. And, I, and I think the reason why the show is so great is that it doesn't shirk away from real life outcomes. So you watch certain shows and people are in perilous situations, mm. and you always know, oh, the main character, or this character is going to get out of this perilous situation. Mm-hmm. In Sons of Vanity, it actually gives you the reality that n- you're not always going to get out of the situation. Mm. And even if you do, there will be a sacrifice <laughs> along the wow. way. 
Yeah. And you fall in love with most of the characters, yeah. to be honest. So, like, for example, I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's a character called Opie that... Oh, yeah. Opie! And then something they did happens Opie to wrong. him, and then you're like, oh, my God. Well, you can say it now, because it's been out for years. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, I, might, I might watch oh, it. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, they did Opie wrong, bro. Yeah, when he, wrong. Died, <laughs> when he died wrong. Yeah, I, like, no. I, did, I, I can't... I, you see, that was probably the most emotional. <laughs> like, I've never been emotionally invested in the show until I watched yeah. Sons of Anarchy. Oh, but the scene with Opie was probably... It touched me. Horrible. I had to stop and just sit down for a while and think, Rah. I can't believe this happened to him. Yeah. That and Otto. Like, they did yeah. Otto wrong yeah, they, def- well. <laughs> they, they definitely did Otto wrong. Yeah. Sounds really interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. It's, worth it. sh- it's worth the shot. Man. You should definitely watch it. And most people I've recommended it to have really well, enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Um, but yeah, and Mayans is a spin-off because they are always in war with other motorcycle groups. Oh, and Mayans okay. is one of the people that they were always warring with and struggling with. So this goes into the backstory of their relationship and oh. what the Mayans do. It focuses more on the Mayans, so you see Sam Crow popping in once in a while. Mm. Sorry, Sam Crow is the um, the name of the, the, name of of the, the Mayans. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, but yeah, and it's on Netflix. It's always good to do like a <laughs> spin-off from another character's perspective within the main story, yeah, yeah, rather definitely. than just straying completely away mm. from. Yeah, and, and I think that also helps because especially reason why I don't like certain shows and movies is because it focuses too much on one character mm. where the whole show just um, is entirely about them and there's no character development for other characters I think the good thing about Sons of Anarchy is that there's character development for other characters mm. and so you can choose who you sort of want to empathise with who you can sort of want to relate with and I think you saying that it's good they have spin-offs is because obviously they've created this whole pitch of other characters you mm. can create this spin-offs where you can involve other characters yeah. because they haven't focused it on just one particular exactly. person mm. exactly damn so i will be watching i definitely will okay moving on to the emmys the creative arts emmys and another emmys was on last night wasn't it wasn't it was it yeah i think so. yeah because you know they've got different types of emmys i didn't even watch any of them i could be wrong yeah, neither did I. Sure, I. but well the sort of the, 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 the news is basically um so black actors swept all of um like the guests yeah didn't yeah, you say for a party as well like yeah for people that yeah some people of the people that, that won. Stuff won so they um black actors swept kind of like the guest um awards so like guest snl host mm. guest person in a, in a tv sit- i don't even i oh, didn't even know if that was an award but anyway so tiffany haddish won did a sandy norton win one as well yeah, she won. That's what I'm saying. There's different types of Emmys. Oh, so she won a different Emmy. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I think there's... So there's, confused. Yeah, uh, listen. Emmys, there's just quite a few. There's the TV Emmys. There's Creative Arts Emmys. There's Daytime oh. TV Emmys. Like, what? Diff- oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. So, yeah. So they won the Creative Arts Emmys. So Tiffany Haddish won. Ron Cephas Jones won. One Samira Wiley one and Cat Williams one. What did Cat Williams? Cat Williams. <laughs> Cat Williams. No, he worked for for Atlanta when he was a guest. Um, ah, interesting. In Atlanta, yeah, I'm and that was a good episode in that when he was in it. Wait, was he the Michael Jackson fake Michael Jackson? No, no, that, that was um. Who was that? Charles Gambino. Oh yeah, it was him yeah. playing the character as well. Yeah, wasn't it was it? him. The Cat Williams <laughs> played the uncle that had an alligator in his house or something. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember, I yeah. remember. So, yeah, so <laughs> He's then... He's got an alligator. Yeah. Set on the police and ran, I remember. Yeah, so... How did he win for that, though? He didn't uh, do what? much. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> well, he won, innit? He won. <laughs> he, did, he just stood behind the door and said, you can't come in. No, like he, did, he did more than Literally. that. Literally. He did more than that. But anyway. obviously, this is the Creative Arts Emmys. All right, cool, So, cool, cool. maybe they're very specific with... Yeah. Um, and moving on from... 
from that. Cat Williams recently, um, in this week, slammed... My guy. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish for basically saying she's not funny. Yeah. yeah. She's not funny. You don't know a Tiffany Haddish joke, Haddish joke but... She just plays on a stereotype. Well, she meant to yeah, be like a he comedian. was saying that she plays on a well, stereotype. She's a comedian. Oh, is she? Yeah. yeah. But don't like you don't know like her comedy specials and if you don't know a joke, mm. you yeah. know, and that I feel she feels like maybe when she starts sleeping with white men. He was saying. Yeah, he was saying. Yeah, he was saying that, that basically, um, like she just plays on like the stereotypical black, black woman. Yeah, that, so like when know, it you, came to um, what was that film that she was in? Is it Girls? Um, Girls Girl, Trip. Girls yeah. Trip. Like there was not really a script for her. They're just like just be ratchet, just be thing. <laughs> so there was that, and then how I think was well, she married before? Yeah, yeah she, she was. was. She yeah, was and then Cat William was saying how she was married, then she divorced, and then I think when she got famous, then she went. That's when she was talking about her being with white men and want to be with Brad Pitt and stuff like that so yeah like he was just trying to kind of like just be like yo like she's not what you make her out to be Mm. I saw there was a picture of her kneeling and when she won an ESPY or something like that oh was it her kneeling I thought it was someone else no I thought it was Cat Williams kneeling no no because it was the Emmys I think yeah 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 what the real Emmys the one well I think it's the TV (laughs) Emmys I could be wrong, actually. Damn, that's wild. There's so many Emmys. Yeah, there's too many. I didn't even know there was that amount of Emmys. Yeah, there's quite, yeah. There's TV. I know there's definitely TV, daytime TV Emmys. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know with that one. I get what he means, though, because he's basically saying that you've got women like Linnell, Monique, all that, you know, Mm. working um, from, you know, the comedy clubs and stuff like that. And they've never really got the same amount of success as Tiffany's getting in like a year and a half, kind of basically what he's saying. And I understand his point, but then everyone's story is different. It's not like she had an easy ride. She's had a hard life. Yeah. She, do you know what I mean? And this is basically in the last year and a half. She just kept consistent yeah. with it. Yeah. Just kept consistent with it. But what's what's really interesting about what Cat Williams said, not with regards to um, Tiffany Haddish, but he said about, uh, I think, Monique. You know when Netflix were offering, I think, 200 yeah, yeah, yeah. grand? He was like, Netflix offered him 300k to do a show. Yeah. And, he, and he flipped it to 2 million. So then the next check that Netflix gave him was for 3 mil for his comedy special. But that made me think, I was like, raw. So Monique is there making that noise about Netflix handing her 250K when she knew that she could have just flipped, flipped it. it. And then they yeah, would have given her a higher yeah, contract. I think, I think this is, I think this is what he said. I was, what, I've been actually like, got that or is he? No, 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 no. no. This is what I he's, think so, this is what opinion. he's saying. He's saying the way Netflix do it, they're business. Mm. They're not like rewarding people because yeah, they're just big in the you've done shit before. So if you've sold, because apparently Monique has sold like 300,000 Ticket sales. Yeah, yeah So obviously yeah. because of the t- one dollar is one ticket sale basically. Yeah. Cat Williams is, se- is sold over to in his career. He sold out many arenas yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So they that's how they offer you money. So obviously they look on what your your career and how much you've accrued and then they translate that into money. Money. Yeah. So he's I think he said he told Monique you literally just need to keep go keep on going on tour. Yeah. Just to take get your it. numbers on yeah. to get your numbers up. That mm. way when they do come back with an offer you'd be like listen I've sold out here I've done this this is how many tickets that I've sold. Mm. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So that's what he said that Monique should have done. That's why he got offered more money Afterwards, because he's yeah. got more he's got more ticket sales. Ticket sales yeah. than she yeah. has yeah. I got so I think I that's I don't know if that's the model for everyone mm. yeah. but but it's a gambling chip. Yeah because he's like honestly they want views. So he, he was like, you honestly have to back it up with your career. Yeah. yeah. doesn't it, matter if you're, you know... Makes sense. Big before. But big it does before. make sense because it's like, if they've never seen something proper from Monique before, make, like, like well, it makes sense money, for... Yeah. yeah, like, here, take this 200K, go do yeah. venues. If you come back and he's like, look, I've done 2.5 here yeah. and you've given me 300K, next contract I want free. Well, yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's a way to go by it. So I think Cat Williams really, like, 
dug deep on that, which made sense to me because I was like, raw, like he took 300k that Netflix offered and he flipped it. Monique could have done the exact same thing. It definitely makes sense because with Cat Williams, at least he has the pedigree of like um, being a stand-up comedian. Everybody yeah. knows Cat Williams as a yeah, stand-up yeah, comedian. Yeah. I think with Monique, we've always known her as an actor from the she Parkers. She started off as so, a comedian, but though. No, but no, but, but if you ask most people, most people wouldn't. If, well, have you, internationally, have you, maybe. Have, 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 you watched, have you watched one of her comedy shows? Yeah, I have. Uh, How recent? Okay, it was an old one. Yeah. But no, 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 but when did you watch it? Probably like maybe five, six years ago. Okay, but not many people know of many of Monique's stand-up shows. And obviously yeah. Netflix are paying her for a stand-up special. Yeah. And so, you know, as I said, Netflix a business. I just think it's just not as recent because you've got to think about it. People that not grew up on Monique, but people that were like around when she was popping, like mm. they were older, like a, like a little bit older than maybe like your age, Michael. Hey! <laughs> she did that again. I mean? No, no, but you know what I mean. Like, do you know, that, yeah. I, that's why, I, so I think she's not, right now, she's not, Popping. Tiffany yeah, Haddish yeah. is popping. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, do you know what I mean? So we'll... it's it's all about the here and now. That's what these companies. Yeah, I think about. that's what it is. Yeah, but we'll see. Okay, so this week's trailers. First trailer this week is the Quincy Jones documentary, um, produced by his daughter Rashida Jones. Oh, wow. is yeah. it? Was mm-hmm. Rashida? Yeah. Then you hear her saying "dad" and all of yeah, that. Yeah, she was all she up was... in it. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I just Even thought it was it. just one of those. No, 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 no. she's the one that's behind it. it. Yeah, she's the one that's behind yeah, that, it. To be honest, I don't know much about Quincy. Same. Besides, like the so, Michael which, Jackson stuff. I had, yeah. to, I had to research Quincy. That man, he's that guy. Talented. He's that yeah, guy. Yeah, that every famous person is like, right? Like, how do you get into the game, yeah. Quincy Jones? Jones yeah. Like, he's that. He's basically the watcher. Like, yeah. he's like, he's basically everywhere, if, just if watching all the major shit. I went to go and do research on this guy. This guy probably, I would say, maybe is the most talented black guy that. Up the last century or ever. Yeah, yeah. This guy, music he produces, films he also does film scores to, mm-hmm. does yeah. TV shows. Got, I think he brings got... people into the game. Yeah, yeah. like he yeah. he discovered Will Smith. Um, Will, Smith, Will Smith, Oprah. Also discovered Oprah too. I mean, he's. Yeah. Help propel MJ yeah. basically to. The yeah, help propel yeah. MJ was good friends with Frank Sinatra as well. Yeah. Like, and you know, I didn't even realize until maybe a couple of years ago that his score. I don't know which film it was, but you know that thing? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even him. know that was him as well. Yeah, he produ- he's the one that... Is that the Pink Panther thing? No, it's not. N- it's no. not, is it? No, Pink Panther is... <laughs> 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 oh, true, true, true. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's a very, oh, very complex... And he was a producer on like Fresh Prince and stuff. Like he's, yeah. he's very, very established, well-known... You know, He's people solidified. look up to him yeah, in yeah. the music industry, in the TV industry. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it would be really interesting to see his um, his life from the his beginning. Life from I mean, the beginning. I'm very interested. I'm looking forward to this yeah. one because mm. obviously when I saw it, I thought, okay, let me go research Quincy. Let me see what he's about. Mm. And I couldn't believe how much he's achieved yeah. during his time. And I thought to myself, wow, I'm actually looking forward to watching this um, documentary on his life. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. yeah, like he's been seriously involved because I remember like um, Will Smith was telling a story about how he became. Like mm-hmm. how, like how he got into Fresh Prince and mm-hmm. he just met Quincy Jones at a party and Quincy was like oh what do you think about doing this role it's called Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and then he was like alright cool and he was like alright cool here's the script do it in front of everyone in the party and that's like how like his <laughs> yeah, role came about as well like mm-hmm. the guy he's today like he's he's proper like involved in everyone's career which is mad mm. so I'm excited as well when's it out is it it's on Netflix, Netflix. Yeah, it's out I think this Netflix. month towards the end of this month cool 
Everyone's using And I'm definitely <laughs> It's on Netflix. I'm definitely gonna be watching it. Yeah. Definitely. Too. Um the second trailer, Bohemian Rhapsody. I am really looking forward to this because I love Queen. Did you did you find this trailer? Yes. I thought so. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I can't lie. It's a good trailer. I just don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. I feel wait, two wait, ways wait, about wait. it. Can I, can I go first? Yeah, go to, go to. Okay, go All right. Ahead. So when I was watching it, probably the same thing you're thinking. Like, mm. Obviously, I've been seeing um, Remy Malek in bloody... So when I'm watching this trailer, all I can see is Mr. Mr. Robot. Robot. Just, just I'm a like, socially <laughs> awkward geek who can yeah. anything. Because I feel like their personality is a totally opposite side of the spectrum. Freddie Mercury is like a out there, like eccentric, eccentric yeah. drama queen. Yeah. yeah, and like Mr. Robot is like. You know that he's not really Mr. Robot. I know, but yeah. like, you know, when a character is, is, is in my head is typecasted and this is the character <laughs> you should play, a like schizophrenic, psychotic weirdo. It just felt, I'm trying to watch it with an open mind. And, and you just, don't think you can. Like, but in the trailer, he seemed like he played him well. I, I think he even looked the part. Yeah, yeah I think did. he really looks the part. Yeah. Like, I just feel like when I was watching, I'm thinking, oh, it might be one of those biopics that just ain't it like it looks weird like the production obviously like is made to look like it was back then but there were some elements of it i was like nah this doesn't look right this looks corny this looks weird but the trailer was like it just looks really interesting but at the same time i'm like i don't know about it you know what i mean so you know what's funny in my notes i wrote (laughs) when i watched this trailer i thought this is one of Esther's trailers. <laughs> Why? Why'd you say that? It just looked like a trailer you would think. Why? <laughs> but I don't know. I because Freddie Mercury gay? Is that why? No, no, no. It's fine, man. I'm used to it now. Anyway, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, I, 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 love, I love Queen. Well, obviously, they're not, you know, about anymore. Yeah. But I love Queen. I love their music. So, and I've, and I've watched a documentary on... Freddie Mercury and like how he you know started in and how he got AIDS and all that stuff so it'd be very interesting to see because I mean he's been dead for some time since the 90s and no one has done like a in depth nah so it would be very interesting to see so so what I was trying to understand from the trailer as well is this about Queen as a group or is it about Freddie Mercury or is it both like it starts off with the rise of Queen and then how Freddie Mercury breaks away from well I don't know but I mean because it's called Bohemian Rhapsody it seemed like there was a part that they were talking about the actual song, yeah, like yeah, how yeah, that yeah. came about and yeah. how it's so long and it's basically different songs in one song. Mm. So I don't know if it's going to be about that period of Queen mm. or is it because it seemed like it didn't seem like it was Freddie when he was he'd left Queen. Mm-hmm. So maybe but I then think they did. We would we will rock you, which was maybe was, was it after. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I am. Do you looking think to it. this is one that maybe Oscar nom- Oscar nominated? It might. It might. Nah. Do you know? Do you know how they like? They like a biopic. They do. They, they do, love biopics. I don't. Man. I don't, I don't think this one will you be know. it. You know, you because it's because of because of Mister Robot. It just doesn't seem like. I think like Remy Malek has to proper sell like that role for it to be Oscar worthy, yeah. in my opinion. It just, I thought, I don't he's know, got the I haircut thought... and the beard. Like, yeah, it suits him to a T. But his face, like man. 
because I'm surprised he still, not. he still looks socially awkward. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah. And he sounded it as well. I was well, waiting we'll for see, a same answer. Yeah. I, I thought he was forced. This will be, yeah. yeah. be a test, isn't it? This will be a test, you know, to show so. his action chops. I'm surprised though, like you know, the Asian community hasn't come out and said, why, <laughs> why didn't you get Indian? an Asian person yeah. to play? Where's Freddie Mercury? Freddie Mercury was. He's half Indian. He was born in. What's it called again? Zanzibar. Oh, yeah, wow. that's where he was born. Yeah, and he's Asian, half then, Asian. Half yeah, he was born in Zanzibar. What? Then they moved him out to India. So it was, he was in India up until maybe age eleven or something. Then wow. they brought him to the UK mm. to come and study. You, have you not noticed he's a bit darker than the other people in the group? I can't lie to you. I haven't really seen the coloured pictures of. <laughs> <laughs> of Are you being for real? I can't lie to you. To be honest, I don't know. It's to just... be fair, I only found out after researching a bit about like oh, ages ago. I was just, I can't remember what I was listening to, and then I started looking into Queen, and I think my wife must said, "Oh, you know, he's like half Indian or something." Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, really. And I started looking like a Don from Sheffield, like. Also, <laughs> 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 like a geezer from Sheffield, like. I don't get what you mean, but if you look at it, you realize he's mustache, I think the mustache is also a giveaway, but he's half Indian. That's a thick Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to that, and mm. I will be watching. Of course, you will. I will be. Well, because he gets. No, 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 no. Well, what, why, Michael? There was a scene in the trailer where he was like, "Oh, careful! There's only room for one queen." I was like, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> "What is this?" Like, uh. <laughs> oh man, I guess you haven't watched um, Pose. What's that? Pose. Okay. Oh, oh Pose? No, no, no. I ain't seen that yet, man. You liked Pose, man. Yeah, well, you know. It seems mad interesting because a lot of people like, like, love it, so... It was, and it's getting season two, so we'll be reviewing that, Michael, when it comes out. <laughs> you didn't know who... <laughs> was out. Yeah. He'll, he'll definitely watch it. I he did finish it, but... He, he liked it, anyway. I don't talk about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on to our next trailer, A Star Is Born. Boring. Like, That's do you know what? Yeah. I put this in there... <laughs> Yeah. Do you know what? I put this in here because... I knew it was you. <laughs> Straight Let, off the bat. Wait, wait, wait. The reason why I put this in here is because... Um, was it Cannes Festival or Venice Film Festival recently? And they gave Lady Gaga like a standing ovation for like mm. five minutes. And it was that for that they film. Were, Do you know what it was? They were touting it for that this could be Academy nominated. So it I was just like... It looks like this? one of those type it, of films. Yeah. Probably will. But like, when I saw will. Lady Gaga... I was like, is that Lady Gaga? Yeah, you had to double look at it. Is that not Lady Gaga? Until it came up and said Lady Gaga. I was like, oh Oh, shit, shit, it is her. She's good though. I can't lie. Yeah. She, she looks she's like she's she... yeah. She's playing that part right. Like, the film yeah. still looks dead. Yeah, it doesn't look. Yeah. Do you know what it reminds me of? Um, it reminds me of is it Manchester by the Sea? Do you know that kind of vibe? No, I don't nah, think so. Nah. I, 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 I don't even know what that is. Oh, nah, it's that film with um, Manchester, Casey, what, Casey Affleck. Don't you want an Oscar for it? Won an Oscar for it. Best actor and his children died in a fire. Oh, that's is that in real life? Wow. I think it's, no, it's based on a, a real life story. I don't know if it's based on. It could I be think based it was. I think it was. That was a good film. That was a good film. And he won an out. Oscar for it. It was a like, this, I, out, like a couple of years ago. Here's the thing. I don't like this. A Star Is Born. I didn't like the trailer, and I feel like, yes. and I feel it'll be a travesty if this is Academy because <laughs> you, you can tell. You can tell what they're trying <laughs> to do. Yeah. They're forcing the agenda. Like, of what's the agenda, brother? Like, they're definitely like it's definitely going to be overacted. Like there's going to be a lot of overacting in this so that they can get those nominations. I, I, could, I could see right through it. So yeah. 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 The sentimental <laughs> shots as well yeah. and everything. Yeah. The 
underrated scenes. You know, I guarantee there's going to be a scene where he picks up and turns her around. Like he picks up and spins her. I guarantee. All my money that there's going to be a scene like that. Watch. Okay, well, we'll see anyway. I'll probably watch just because now we've spoken about it and it had Gaga in it. I think I might skip it. Oh, whatever. I might pay to watch it. Inverted commas. Pay. Okay. Moving on to the How to Get Away with Murder trailer. I watched it. I'm sorry. I do not watch How to Get Away with Murder. I stopped at like season three. Same. I stopped at season three. It's as too well. much. Wow. Too confusing. Nah, man. But you too have much to finish on. it. You come guys, on, man. You guys, you guys got far. <laughs> yeah. I stopped, I stopped wow. season one, episode I, four. That's <laughs> wild. Am I the only, I'm the only one that finished it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I've, just, I've given no, up on it a long time ago. So this is like the first show where, so usually, even if I don't like a show, I always watch it either the whole season or the show in its entirety so mm. at least I can give a full evaluation as to what yeah. I think of it yeah. I stopped at season 4 season 5 um, episode, no season 1 episode 4 slash 5 yeah. Yeah. because I thought it became unrealistic and unpredictable very unrealistic and the reason why is because um, one of my favourite shows is The Good Wife mm-hmm. where they took where that's, proper, that's a proper law show Suits <laughs> is a different type of law show it's yeah. more an entertainment yeah. Yeah. type yeah. 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 and so I watched this and, I, and it's just it's this typical American show where it's like I've got dirt on you, so I'm just going to use the dirt on you to get out of this situation. Or they put themselves in an unrealistic situation mm-hmm. and they get out of it unrealistically. And I was like, oh, I'm just so over Americans giving this type of show. <laughs> kind of that's the reason, that's that's the reason why I stopped watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Someone honest. always dies. Like, it's like, oh, you I, know, like I've got dirt that? on you, so <laughs> therefore you're going to kill me. And then... My thing is like, if you're working for someone or this is part of your, your degree, after the first death, yeah, you think <laughs> maybe I shouldn't, I shouldn't associate with this. With this it, it was a bit mad, but uh, I'll be honest. I, I'm still watching it. I, watching I finished that. it, obviously, the latest um, season. One of the reasons why I carried on watching it, because one, I wanted to see how it pans out. Mm. Um, I, yeah. It was predictable, but unpredictable. And I found it fast paced and like it was just moving so quickly and it was going back and forth. Season one, I actually enjoyed the yeah, no, back season and forth. One and two. Was, yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed yeah, the first yeah. one. Then it but just started getting really Season two and three got a bit mad. I'm thinking, what the hell's going on? But I just wanted to know, okay, what's going to happen next? So I continued watching it. I, 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 I can't really comment because I haven't really watched it, but I felt True. so like even something like Scandal, I stopped after season two. And I feel like with these type of shows, it's that they should always plan out what the beginning, middle and end of these shows are. Mm. And I feel with shows like this, they start off with a great concept. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. they never, but then it's like, once the concept has sort of run its course, <laughs> what do we do what to do continue do it? Yeah, and yeah. they start to make things a bit more far-fetched. Yeah. And I think that's where shows like this... Obviously, I'm, I'm only speculating. It could be suffering. This is what it could be it's suffering from. No, to be honest, I mean, okay, this season's got, it looks like it's got new people who are going to do new stuff, but it's probably going to be someone gets killed again and then. <laughs> someone, yeah, someone always gets killed every season, isn't it? Yeah. No, yeah that's basically to... <laughs> how to get with murder. Yeah. I think it went downhill from season three, in my opinion, when mm. it went in. Like went in too deep about that one specific character. But truthfully so, speaking, it's called How to Get Away with Murder. So someone has to die and then they have to figure out how to get yeah, away but with how, murder. So Okay, okay, let's just say I killed someone mm-hmm. right here, right now. Would you stick around and then I've killed someone again? <laughs> well Basil's your bedroom, so stick with me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like they all became friends, isn't it? So they stuck yeah. with each other. No, it's not, uh, anyway oh, Anyway. Last one. Last one, Captain Marvel. Again, Fam. I watched it. I don't watch Marvel. I don't care. So you have to be you that. That's <laughs> what we have to pilot it. <laughs> um, I thought trailer was interesting, very very interesting. Like 
I wasn't. Um, I I forgot that they were going to tell it from the perspective of like maybe fifteen, twenty years yes, ago, prior, yeah. Um, when uh, Nick Fury was just about to quit his career as he still had hair, yeah, <laughs> as a Shield agent, and seeing like there was a scene I saw. Have you watched Infinity War? Yeah, the last one. Last, the yeah, 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 yeah. one. So, like, you know the scene where he, the end credit scene where he, he bleeps and he starts, her, and he starts, um, yeah, and he starts calling her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I saw, I saw that little thing in the trailer, like when he when he puts it in yeah. his pocket. So, like, there were certain cameos and stuff that I saw that I was like, oh, this is pretty interesting. Like, I'm really looking forward to how they develop it and how it leads up to the current events as to what's going on now. So yeah, man, I enjoyed it still. I thought it was all right as well. I liked it, but my great is I'm still not sure about the lead character. What's her name? Oh, yeah, Brie Larson. Larson. Yeah. There's something about, yeah. something about her. I don't feel like she's... What's she been in before? I checked. I, I don't even know. <laughs> what, would you gig? rather Ronda Rousey or... <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? You know who... The perfect person would be... Um, but obviously, she's already got a character in Avengers. Um, what's her name? My favorite. Scarlett Johansson. That's the one. That's Captain Marvel. <sighs> no. <laughs> sure, you fucked up Ghost in a Shell. No. Well, no that's way, a different bro. type of film, man. Nah, man. She's so nice. But, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I would prefer someone like that, to be honest. But I, I, yeah, I get what you mean. There's something, there's about, something about her, about her that doesn't. It doesn't, what, it doesn't do you seem. Think it doesn't seem she seems super. Right. But it doesn't seem like a super. Like, maybe you have to watch it. She just looks like any girl. I think maybe because I didn't really imagine anyone else playing Captain Marvel. Like, I can't really see any, uh, anyone else enough. like saying, oh, like, know, this person will be sick as yeah, Captain but Marvel. I don't think anyone did. However, <laughs> when you have a frame, True. you're picturing your mind of how a character should look, it's not her. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't seem the badass I don't, I don't, even, though. I don't even watch Marvel films like that. Mm. But I'm watching the trailer thinking, really? I'm, I'm willing to give her a try. Mm. Well, well, I'll yeah. give, here's, I watched the trailer. The trailer didn't really give me much. Obviously, I think... They're just teasing us that it's coming out. I yeah, think yeah. when they give us the full trailer, I can give a, a proper assessment. Like I said, I'm not really a superhero movie fan, yeah, yeah. so I don't really have high expectations for <laughs> Captain Marvel. And, then, and for me, once again, it goes back to the story. <laughs> story yeah, yeah. Um, the, the main story from a lot of these Marvel films I don't think is great, and so it doesn't really keep me engaged. Mm. Yeah. But I, I take these films as it is, just entertainment. So when I judge it, I judge it differently exactly. to yeah, how yeah. I would judge <laughs> other films. But it'll be interesting like I say um, Marvel on a roll right now and mm-hmm. you know they've got the fans they've got the brand and you know it's just about keeping it going yeah definitely like it'll be interesting to just see how they how they plan it out after Captain Marvel now but um, hopefully they go into de- not detail but hopefully they explain because like with Marvel Comics like um, a lot of the sort of like cosmic entities they always mention like the Kree and the scroll yeah. yeah and i don't even know too much in detail about who they are but hopefully for like base level fans like captain marvel because technically captain marvel's part of i think it's part of the Kree race yeah she like is. yeah she ho- hopefully they explain that like really well because then that would really like that would really help in terms of everything afterwards in my opinion yeah i, I think with marvel what i would love to see is for them to stop linking things together because it gets don't you think that's what adds to the I, I genius i don't think because mm. i think some some of it becomes predictable some of it i think they restrict themselves i would mm. like them just to branch and have originality rather than it has to always link to an avengers movies or this other marvel film but because then in the end especially some of the poets like oh i've seen this so many times like how many times are you going to show oh this is going to this person is going to be in the gardens of the galaxy mm. this person is going to be in iron man like, sometimes it's just have your own originality so that at yeah. least when 
because I think then they can be a bit more expressive. But yeah, I think because yeah. they always say it has to link to something else, they restrict themselves a bit, and I think it becomes a bit predictable. At times. I gotcha, I gotcha. Well, and I think that's the last. I think that's the <laughs> reason. I think that's the skip. reason why, like I said, the Dark Knight trilogy works because it was just itself itself, itself. Yeah. it wasn't linking to anything it wasn't linking it was just like i'm gonna do this trilogy and it's gonna be original mm. and you know it, you know it it's not gonna link back to anything else i think dc compared to marvel i think marvel really shined well in terms of how they tie everything together and yeah into and it like is them. a neat box whereas dc thrive on like the originality yeah it's like v for, v for vendetta when it came out or constantine when it came out or mm. the dark knight trilogy yeah. like everything that dc did just on its ones worked well. Yeah. I personally liked Watchmen. A lot of people did it. Uh, I don't know. We were why. talking about. I had to watch that. Group, I had to watch it for like four times yeah. before I could complete it. See, this is this is what I said to the it guys. It was long as hell. Yeah. That I remember. One, it was so long. Two, it was so slow. So obviously, <laughs> yeah. I kept falling asleep. And when I said that in the group, I was like, "What? It was one of the greatest films ever made that explained." But man, it was tiring. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I might go back and watch it again because, like you, I watched I would, it four I would probably times to, bit yeah. by bit. But oh. since these guys keep going on, like it was one of the greatest. So. I thought it was nice, but then, mm. but then again, I watched it at a very young age, and I remember like back then I couldn't go to the cinema to watch it because I was too young. But like, <laughs> so how did you watch Archie? <laughs> I, I paid oh, okay. for the DVD. 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 I paid for the DVD. Okay. Well, I will. I, I'm not watching it, but. Okay. <laughs> What? <laughs> Which what? Mark Captain Marvel. Listen, you know what? That's I don't care. Do you like, know what? I watched my boyfriend maybe watch the Ant and the out. Wasp. Yeah, and I thought, what is? I just wasted my nah, life. Nah, you like Captain Marvel? Anyway, man. moving on. <laughs> moving on to this episode's spotlights. It starts with me. So this spotlight was very interesting to me because I've always heard about the show. And I decided to watch it, I think, about a month ago. It's it's called Big Love. And it is about a polygamous family living in um, Utah. Is it Utah? Yeah, it was Utah. They live in Utah. It's about uh, um, a guy. I can't, I can't even remember his name right now. It's literally just escaped my, it's escaped my mind. But he's basically got three wives. Three wives and all the three wives have children. So you've got, he's got a first wife that he initially married. And then she couldn't have any more children. She had three children, I think. She couldn't have any more children. And then he started getting into, like, the doctrine of, like, Mormonism and stuff like that. You know, with them, they have, like, many wives, many children. Mm -hmm. Then he basically then got another two wives. And they they had, like, two children each. And then I think the last one had had three children. And they were going to even bring a fourth in at some point as well. Spreading his seeds, boy. Yeah, Yeah, and it's just... And it explores, like, polygamy, like, in America. And obviously, with polygamy, I've always found it... Well, growing up, it wasn't it wasn't something foreign to me. Mm. Like being Nigerian, we all have like the, your granddad had like two wives or three wives or whatever. Or you've got family members like that were from a poly- have you know from a polygamous family. So to me, it wasn't so, a, a concept that I couldn't grab my head around. But then I liked it because it showed. Well, obviously, polygamy in Nigeria is very different from polygamy in America because all of them are kind of like live on the same street or live <laughs> in the same house and all of them are like, the wives are married to each other. Yeah, yeah. So it's not yeah. just, I'm married to this man. You're actually married to, that's what Sister Wives is about. So it was, it's a different dynamic, but I didn't realise all of like the social issues that go in 
to polygamy, besides thinking, oh, it's one man that has, like, many wives, there's so many other issues, like, socially, morally, that are wrong, basically. Mm. <laughs> that are wrong, basically. And I didn't realise that until I watched the show and I kind of researched why they basically made polygamy illegal. illegal. And it's still a kind of a big problem. And it's based on a true... Oh, is it? Was it a true Yeah, story? like, do you know um, the, the second wife's dad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one that was, was dying yeah, or... Yeah, yeah. It's based on a, a guy that was in a Mormon church that was found... I think he's in prison now, actually, for, like, <laughs> many, many years. Wow. For, like, paedophilia and stuff like yes. that. Because they take, basically, young girls mm. or, like as young as like 10 or something like that and they basically kind of sell off their virginity in these communities sell off their virginity or they're betrothed to a man like arranged marriage kind of thing and they literally just have babies they they, that's you know what i mean they literally just have babies and you don't really realize raw this is actually a very big problem not just in utah but around around the world and i just think it opened your opened my eyes because obviously there's some people in they live in this type, these types of communities. And I, what, I, what I don't understand was, if it was a secret, but it wasn't a secret. Did they all know about <laughs> each other? Because when uh, the wives. I got through five episodes, but... The wives? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the wives all know. They're married to each other. Ah, so that's why I was able to call and pick up phone calls. Yeah, so literally, like, they all have their days with, with the mat, with the husband. Man was in bed with Bear Girls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, like, like, he alternates it. So, like, Monday he'll be with one wife, Tuesday will be another wife. For, that's just driving and it, around. And, like, the wives would get angry if they had, if he had sex with but another wife on their day. Where's my wife? But, you have, no, but, but this is the thing. Baby, there's, there's rules, though. There's Tuesday rules. was for me. No, there's oh, rules. Oh, I hear that. You have to follow rules, so you, you have to like abide by the rules. Does, he, not, does he ever relegate his wives to like different days if they've misbehaved? So like, they strip away one wife's no, Wednesday no, rights. And... I, think I think there was a point in the series that um, he said... He was having issues. Maybe him and the other one wife had an argument. He was like, yeah. I'm staying at Marge's today. <laughs> oh, that's wild. Yeah. And he can actually do that. like. Yeah, because to me it was like it was a secret, but it wasn't a secret. That's the only thing I didn't understand. Wow. So obviously polygamy is illegal in America. Yeah. But to me, it doesn't seem like the other two wives are like legally married to him. They're yeah, just yeah, like yeah, yeah. within their community. Like Basically, they kind of did a traditional. Do they dress like, <laughs> like traditional? One of, one, one of the wives does. Okay. Because she's probably, he he took her from the commune. Mm. But the last one used to be the first wife's babysitter. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why she was saying this is what you have to do about it. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of wild. Yeah, it's it's very, I've not seen a show like it (laughs) at all. I've never heard of a show like it. That's why I double checked with you like, am I watching the the right show? (laughs) (laughs) Which one is it again? (laughs) What's going on? I was so confused. That's crazy. Because it's just, I've never, it just, the show isn't really about, polygamy I mean now they've had like on like the lifetime TLC pro ad, um, channels they do like sister wives and stuff like that and they show yeah. like a reality show about a man with like four wives and all these 17 children and stuff like that but there's just so many issues that go into just imagine just being married to one woman it has yeah. issues so now imagine being married to three and all of them live basically he bought three houses and they all kind of share a garden 
Oh, that's long. So imagine if the wife's are just beefing, like. There's been times the wife are oh, arguing with each other. They just argue, like, babe, where are you going? I'm going to my wife's house. That's basically what happens, though. That's crazy. I don't know why people put themselves under that amount of stress. And like, you just walk next door. <laughs> for some men, it's stress there, enough there, dealing with one woman. Re- and now dealing with multiple. Apparently, it's their religion. Mm. It's like they have to marry. Fuck that. I'm sorry. It's the pract- I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where. I think. Apparently, because in the Bible, these men, these men in the Bible had many wives and stuff, so yeah. they should not have many wives. But not for me, boy. <laughs> yeah, nah. It's kind of long still. Yeah, your money is gonna dry out real quick. <sighs> One's good enough, and yeah. one of the wife was always complaining that she. Anyway, um, <laughs> what would you give it out boy. of the time? I would give it. I think I'd give it like a seven because I think the issue of polygamy it kind of brought it out in another way because you're kind. Of, I was kind of used <clears> to seeing it as like. A rich man in Nige, or not even a rich man, to be honest, <laughs> just has bit like two wives, and you know, because I I know that that's things like that in my I in my family, but it was it opened my eyes to like the bigger issue. Like raw, this is this is actually a real thing, and people are going going through it. Through it. Yeah. So that's why I'd give it a seven because I think the show I have never seen a show like that. Mm. It is different. I mean, I watched uh, five episodes, but there's five seasons, so yeah. I don't know if I can really Whoa, five seasons. Yeah, yeah it was, it was five on seasons. Yeah, it was five seasons issues. of him blowing through <laughs> chicks. Wow. One issue's each wife. Oh, <laughs> one season each wife. I'll probably give it a six or something. But yeah, I think more is more of the, what they what they because it's just a normal like show, yeah. but then it's the dynamic of three What's wives going on in the show that is to me is that's what I liked about it. It's yeah. on Netflix. No. Damn. <laughs> it's not on Netflix. You don't want to watch it. I'd have to pay to watch it. No, you, you, you're not going to watch it. Mm. But yeah, even it. if you just... Because there's clips on um, like YouTube and stuff. Okay, so if you just go on YouTube it. and kind of just see the premise of what it's about. It's about. I'm actually be... not going to watch it, man. <laughs> even, if just, even if it's just one clip. I'm still trying to watch shows. Did you? Have you seen a clip, Basil? No, I haven't seen it all. Yeah, but I think it's just Basil was like, yeah, this is yeah. Love. this is not for me. Like. <laughs> I, just, I, think I, I recommend it. Like, this is this is a typical Esther show. Yeah, what do you mean? Typical? What is that? What's that? Drama, drama issues. <laughs> no, 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 I love yeah. those far fetched shows. Okay, but superheroes aren't far fetched. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's realistic. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, so that was my spotlight. Moving on to Michael. What is your spotlight this episode? Hi, guys. So, as always, every week I have the best spotlight. Can't lie, he's been kind of like leading the march with really. his spotlights. Thank I'm you, Do you even watch Thank the spotlights you. that he did? Maybe I do. <laughs> Maybe I don't. But who recommended uh, The Good Place? Me. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Exactly. That's what you I thought. Can have have you watched The Good Place? No, what is that? It's on Netflix. Excuse me, it's my turn. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch it. Well, it's yeah. okay. What's yeah. Netflix? A Good no, Life the good is good, though. A good life? The good wife. The good wife. No, no, no. The, the, the good place. The good place. There's too many good. Nah, the good place is good. It's good. It was a good show. Twists and turns and all of that stuff. So um, it's not usually that I watch BBC shows because... You're missing out. Yeah, yeah sometimes I just... missing out. Sometimes I just find them a bit like... Oh, Have you watched Dr. Foster? Of course I've watched Dr. Foster. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Wasn't that... Was that BBC or ITV? Yeah, BBC. BBC, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, I think Dr. Foster was one of the first... No, actually. One of the ones Luther, we'll no? be talking about later. Oh, yeah, yeah Luther was good as yeah. well. But it's not often I watch um, BBC shows and then a few days ago, someone goes, ah, oh, there's a show called... Which I'm going to talk about now. My spotlight is called The Body... Well, Bodyguard, should I say. Bad man mm. show. Um, it's not The Bodyguard with Whitney Houston, <laughs> so please don't get confused. But this show, I must say, 
sick. It's wild. It's, it's really, really. Have you watched it? No, but from the first episode, <laughs> I know it's. You haven't watched it. No, especially the last episode. The last episode. It's got one of the best opening scenes I've ever seen before yeah, because yeah. it kept it just keeps you engaged. You're like, oh, what's gonna happen? And it's just even from the um, they made a trailer out of the opening scene, and when I watched the actual show itself, I was like, it felt like I hadn't watched it yet. It was sick. So um, a bit about the show is um, it's following a guy called David Budd. Um, he was a heroic war veteran or something like that. But at the same time, he's a bit volatile. And I think they haven't said it, obviously, but when you're watching him, I think he suffers from um, PTSD. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can tell by the way he's acting. He's always like mm-hmm. intense Paranoid and always and... like... Um, so yeah it was a war veteran and now he's working for the specialist protection branch of the metropolitan police services i think that's correct yeah and um he's married he's got two kids and he's separated from his wife and he's going through some stuff once again you can clearly see that he may have a slight hint of ptsd so um the opening scene was him foiling a plot of a terrorist organization trying to blow up a whole train and that scene is so intense he's protecting the woman and he's trying to stop her from blowing up the train while the police officers behind him are trying to basically look <gasps> I've seen, okay, I know a what kill you're shot do you know what that's wild I, I know what you're talking so, I, didn't, I didn't get time to watch it but I should have managed I saw he has to stop the train and yeah. Has, yeah okay so basically he's protecting her the police behind him and there's a sniper on the roof trying to sh- just end her life and he's like, like nah I'm going to protect you I'm going to stop you and it's weird because he knows like where to stand how to hold her and how to stop them from shooting her anyway he stops her from blowing up the bum and then he gets recommended by um, his sergeant or whoever it is and he gets um, promoted to protect the home secretary who's Julia Montague um, played by some woman who I've never seen her in anything some woman <laughs> nah she was in yeah. your spotlight yeah. the guy who plays the bodyguard is in game well I know him from Game of Thrones was he? Yeah. as Stark's no, um, oldest funny. son Rob, Rob Stark yeah Game Rob Stark the oldest son yeah <sighs> Because me and my wife were watching it and my wife was getting so angry because she couldn't tell. And I was like, just go on IMDb. She's like, I can't be bothered. <laughs> so yeah, that's where he comes from. Mm. So anyway, David is, um, David Bud, we'll call him Bud for sure. He's looking after Julia Montague, the Home Secretary lady. And um, he hates everything about her because he was once in the army and she's one of those people who's always saying, we need to send like the guys or the guys to like Iraq and just yeah we need to send more troops and just throw them on the front lines and stuff like that and he hates all of uh, her ideals because he feels that politicians hang out behind the scenes and behind the desk and they just push everyone else out Mm -hmm. and once again you can see his PTSD coming into action because he's like frustrated about about everything she stands for and he begins to think irrationally and then you're looking at him thinking nah this guy's crazy you don't know what he's going to do next so it flips from him being like a hero type guy at the beginning and then becoming some irrational type guy in the middle. And then later on down the line, he actually falls in love with the home secretary and he begins to do bits with her. Wait, does he it say becomes... he's got a wife at home? Oh, oh separated. They're separated. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it becomes part of the do bits society with her. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and they start to do stuff. Um, he really, really falls hard for her. However, she's always having like these secret meetings with the... Um, Are you basically just telling the whole story? Well, I'm telling you what the story is about. No spoilers. Spoilers, okay. <laughs> well, she has secret meetings with this guy okay. yeah, who works for MI5. But the head of the um, counter 
terrorism command who's his boss's boss wants to understand what's going on with the home secretary like why is she having meetings with him and all of this stuff so they tell him to spy on her but he falls in love with her he begins to like her they sleep together so he doesn't tell them anything and he lies about everything which is going on anyway i don't want to give everything away give him a so, half, okay. long story short <laughs> in fairness he hasn't really given some yeah yeah, Fair enough. yeah. Long story short, a few things happen within what I've just explained, Mm -hmm. but there's so much happening in the show that it just keeps you going and you keep watching it thinking, what's going to happen next? And every time it finishes, once again, you want the next episode. It's a shame it's not like Netflix that releases everything in one go. And um, like you see him becoming more irrational because something happens to the lady and um, he becomes a bit agitated and mad and I can't I don't want to give it away of what he begins okay. to do but like it's just nuts and you want to know what is he going to do next and you can't actually you can't, you can't, you can't you don't know what's going to happen yeah next. and then when you're watching it you're thinking is it him who is maybe he's suffering from a bad case of PTSD that it's him plotting all of this stuff but he doesn't know it's actually him plotting it or is someone else actually in the background plotting it and they're just trying to confuse us like loads of things it makes you think about the show a lot which is what i actually liked and enjoyed about it okay so what anyway would you, what would you rate it nah man i haven't finished <laughs> <laughs> there's more there's more nah man you ain't finished you put you in your place Esther. yo man what are you trying to end what are you talking about <laughs> for five minutes five about... minutes you talk for like 20 about polygamy that's a lie <laughs> That is a damn lie. Tried to end my show early. Anyway. <laughs> I don't want to give much away, but oh, here's the part two of what the show's about. I still will argue about hers oh, is fictional man. and educational, which is... <laughs> it's realistic. Okay. Anyway, something happens to Julia and David gets discombobulated by the whole situation and he just goes like off a tangent and a bit rogue. And aside from that, they're actually launching an investigation into David himself as well because something happens prior to julia and it's a case where he might have a connection or association to what happened to her so he's trying to hide all of this stuff in the background because it's a bit mad but anyway it's a brilliant show it's actually been classified as one of the best tv shows of 2018 on tv i'll be the judge (laughs) whatever but honest opinion watching quite a few bbc shows i think it has like hit the bar on what a show should be like i wouldn't go as far as to say like it's the best show on earth because some of the u.s shows are actually still better but it does actually beat basil's show i did my research basil and i found out that it's got (laughs) yeah it's the same creators It's beating your show. It is the same creators. However, after doing my research, I found that it's got one of the highest viewing figures for a new BBC drama and it's going to hit Netflix as well so that it can oh, be spread okay. around the world. I'll so it's going to be, be on Netflix, Archie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely be watching because I was planning so, to watch it today. But I do highly recommend people should watch it. It's a six-part episode. The final one comes out on Sunday, which I'm anticipating because this last one mm, was, was sick. Really good. And like, the way it ended, it was just like, oh shit, what is this guy going to do next? And we're currently on episode five. And yeah, it comes out on Sundays. So make sure you watch it after listening to our podcast. So what would you give it? I would definitely give it a... For a BBC drama, I'll give it a nine. Nine out of ten. So Altered yeah. Carbon nine? Different. Two different shows. Two different okay, shows. Because two different different nines. You said nine for Altered Carbon. Yeah. Two different I shows. Just, I agree. I, I feel I, like my I life agree is wasted. Michael. Thank you. I would, give, I would give it a nine. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Okay. Okay then. Mm. <laughs> I'll be the judge. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Basil, what is your spotlight? 
for this episode. Okay, so I think this week I have the best spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> and my spotlight has been rated one of the best um, drama shows on BBC. Mm-hmm. Um, there was show. a time it was actually the BBC's highest viewed um, BBC drama. drama on the show. Okay. Until Bodyguard came out. <laughs> Sorry. And I think those have been voted <laughs> one of the top five greatest BBC shows ever. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so my show is Line of Duty. And this show is just absolutely fantastic. And the reason why is because it's so unpredictable. Mm. You're watching it and there's so many twists and turns. And so what Line of Duty is, is that you have this um, PC officer called um, DC Steve Arnott. And he's working in the counter-terrorism unit. And so the way it starts off is that there, it starts Wait, sorry, off... Sorry, before you start, which season are you talking about? Um, season one. So okay. that from, from season one, how it starts. So he's working for the counter-terrorism unit. And the first, um, you know, the first few minutes of the show is them on a particular raid on a particular mm-hmm. house. They go into the house and they shoot um, a civilian in his house, only to realise they've got the door wrong number, wrong door number. Oh. And the reason why is because I think it the was six sp- the is, six yeah, has gone to a to nine. nine. And so what they've done, <laughs> what they've decided to do is, like... is, as what police usually do, is cover it yeah. up and decide to collude with each other that we're going to create this story and this is a story we're going to stick with. Now, DC, um, Steve Arnott is a man of honour and he says, I'm not colluding with you guys. I'm going to tell the truth. And so he's ostracised from um, his team. Yeah, and then goes to another team. And so then um, a sergeant um, from the police anti-corruption unit now hires him and says, well, because of the skill set and because I can see that you weren't standing with your fellow officers, I'm going to bring you into my team. And so now he's now investigating corrupt policemen. And so what happens is that you have um, a character called, what's his name? A character called um, Anthony Gates, played by Lenny Lenny James. James. And so so when it starts off, it's like they're investigating him. Now, at this stage, I wouldn't even say he's a corrupt policeman Mm. at this stage. But then he meets an old flame who who he's had an affair with. And she asks him to cover up something Mm. that she has done. And so, as you know, someone who has feelings for her, he decides to do so. This is what happens when you cheat on your wife. Hold the L, man. So here's so at this so at this stage, what he's covering up doesn't seem a big deal at this stage. But there's ramifications from this in that she's being used, or she's being part of a bigger plot scheme. And so, as he's investigating him, um, you realize there's a bigger play. There's a big. There's a bigger corruption at hand. But at this, at this stage, we don't really know. And so obviously it goes through him investigating Lenny James and then other people come into play and they start to, um, what's the word? Um, uh, what's the word when you have something over somebody? Completely forgot my mind. What, uh, oh, man. what like colluding with them? Not colluding. Like, like, you're holding um, something over them. Um, yeah, and black then you force, alien. yeah, black, yeah. Then right, they right. start to blackmail him. Oh, okay. And then obviously now here's where the corruption starts to come into place. Mm. And so... After, after at the end of season one, you realize there's a big, there's a bigger, there's a bigger planet play, mm. and there's this um, somebody called the Caddy. That's the code name for this person. <laughs> they call him the Caddy, and they say he's a high-ranking police officer who's pulling a whole load of corruptions. That's wild. And so each season, and the great thing about Line of Duty is that with each season, you can watch each season on its own mm. because there's always a different type of corruption story going on. But the great thing about Line of Duty is that they all link with mm. each other. So that's the great thing about it. So you start season two, it starts off, and then as midway through season two, you realise, oh, something, a certain yeah. events that happened in season one linked to, linked to season two. And you realise, okay, the corruption in season one, which you thought was over, 
is bigger than what we first envisaged. Mm. And so obviously it then throws a whole load of spanner into the works. You then reach season three and you realise, hold on, the corruption in season two that linked with season one is much bigger than what we thought it was yeah. in season two. That sounds mad. And in season four, um, once again, yeah, yeah. you start to see the links between season one, two and three. And that's how, that's, that's, the gen- that's how genius the show is, is that you can always watch each season separately, but it links with each other. Mm. And so the reason why I love the show is just the interrogation scenes is just absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, you can see how when they interrogate people, and the camera pans into each character. You can see how tense it is. You can see um, characters who are afraid. You can see characters who are caught under, caught under a whole load of pressure. You can see characters who are actually tense and actually just see like the facial expressions of each character. And the interrogation scenes is probably one of the best scenes mm. that I'd ever seen in my life. And that's how I actually got into the show. I mean, I watched season three, season three, the last episode. I just tuned into it. And as soon as I flicked on, it was an interrogation scene. <laughs> and it was about 10 minutes long, but I was just gripped by that interrogation scene. Yeah. So I decided to watch it all from the beginning. And the show is just fantastic. Even Fandy Newton is in um, yeah, season oh, four. Season four. Yeah, yeah. And she, Fandy Newton, we know she's a great actor, yeah. but yeah. she plays her role very, very well. well. The way she knows how to t- sort of turn off the emotions and mm. act like she doesn't care about certain situations and circumstances is just amazing. Is it on BBC iPlayer? Um, yeah, it's on BBC. No, no, no. It's on iPlay, but you have to play football. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix. I was so season season no. one to three is on Netflix. Yeah. They haven't yeah. put I season four. Duty. But no, it's, it's not on it's, BBC iPlayer anymore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but the first three I've started yeah. watching from season one. Yeah. So and even when I remember when I started at the, my job that I currently work now, yeah. my managers were probably talking about it. They were, mm. yeah. you know, it's a good show. I want. It's shame because Catherine was the one who recommended to me like. Ages ago, she was like, Oh, have you watched that? I was like, Nah, man, is it on BBC? She, I was like, oh, It's long, I don't want to hear the English uh-huh. accent yabbing. But then I gave it a shot. <laughs> you racist, I know, I'm bad like that. <laughs> I watched it and it was brilliant, it was really, really good. I, I would give my rating for it is 9.5. Oh, wow, would you give it 1.5? No, I'll give it a nine. Nine, so it's a good show. It's a good show. I mean, I, I do love. I do love a crime. Yeah, it's a good show. I love definitely. a crime. Is I watched them. Um, is it Prime Suspect? Yeah, with Helen yeah. Mirren. Yeah, yeah, so like over like literally through two days, I just watched the whole <laughs> all of the seasons. So I love that kind of yeah. those types of shows. So I'll definitely be continuing to watch. Yeah. The good thing, last thing about Line of Duty is that you watch it and it sets. Like obviously, it sets how things are. So you'll be watching it thinking, okay, you've got an idea as mm. to maybe who the suspects are, maybe who's a dirty police officer, yeah. maybe who's doing things wrong, and it just flips absolutely it flips it on his head. <laughs> mm. And you sit there and you think, how? Like, what is going on? It changes your your state of thinking as to what you think actually is going on. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing about Line of Duty. I just hate the way Lenny James walked. And <laughs> hate his legs. So annoying. You hate his legs. Yeah, man. <laughs> Len- <laughs> Lenny James was great in season one. He was good. He was a good actor. And then he went into uh, Walking Dead, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Who's in The Walking Dead? Lenny James. Lenny James, Walking Dead, with the stick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you know what, yeah? Clean. I was trying to think... Where have I seen this man? <laughs> like, I w- do you know? I don't think you understand. And he's in because Fair I've watched, Dead as well. No? I've watched them. Um, oh, is he? Yeah. yeah I watched them. Um, what's that show? Save Me that came on BBC. I think it's uh, Sky oh, TV. Yeah, yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah. He's on that too. Yeah. And I remember thinking, where have I seen this 
man before. <laughs> like I was racking my brain, but I did. I don't normally. I just go on Wikipedia, yeah. but I didn't. And then now you just walk. In. Yeah, yeah. Man. he's one of the main characters. Yeah, in yeah, he's Dead. yeah. And I used to when I used to pop a love the, the beginning, Dead. man. Yeah, when he saved Rick. Yeah, but okay. What did you rate it? I, I've I've only started it. Oh, you just started. So okay. I'll, I'll give you an update. Esther will be one of your favorite shows. Oh, yes. if you thought Sons of Anarchy was one of your favorite shows, yeah. be okay. ready for that to be pushed aside by Line oh, wow. of Duty. And then you watch Bodyguard. And think, <laughs> yeah. Damn. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that was the spotlight. Okay, so moving on to What a Drag. And I'm going to drag this show, well, this season, very quickly. <laughs> okay, so Hit the Floor. Hit the Floor is a show, a fictional show about uh, LA basketball team and also like the, not the cheerleading, like the dance, the, do you know, like kind of like um, LA Lakers, the Laker girls, yeah. Yeah. like they've got a dance troupe and stuff like yeah. that, yeah. So it's kind of like that. So it's based in LA. So it's kind of what, like based... Stump the Yard type thing? No, oh, it's okay. not like Stump the Yard. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically... It follows a basketball team called the Devils. Um, LA Devils. And then you've got the Devil Girls who are the dancers. Wow. And it's just basically... You know, like a, the team, like... Normal things you would, you would think of in a sports show, like a sports drama show. So, you know, trade, fitness, playing the games, sex, all that stuff. It all comes into it. So I think about three years ago, two, three years ago, they stopped after season three. Like it just, even the way they ended it was like, clearly maybe they didn't get a budget for, from the network it was on yeah. and they just kind of cancelled it. So we were kind of like, okay, where's it hit the floor? It just went off. Then like, Earlier, maybe a couple months ago, it said it was coming back. And I was like, oh, okay. But they should have just left it. <laughs> Honestly, I, I remember watching and thinking, what a waste of bloody time. It's now on BET, which is in itself. <laughs> in itself, That's just tells crazy, you everything. Yeah. And everything, it's only got like maybe eight episodes. Everything is just rushed. Like, do you know when you, <laughs> they, they're just trying to fit like maybe two years worth of, of, of footage into like eight, it's just horrible. And the girl that's in one of the main characters called Yelena in the show, she she's the one that's in Dear White People. Mm. So obviously she's okay. she's got, she's got a job. She's got jobs in Dear White People. She didn't care about hit the floor anymore. So she was there in the beginning of season four, and then like after the first episode, she just decided to to emigrate. Oh. Tiana Taylor's in it, uh. and okay. she's not really an actress. Yeah. Even Terence J is in it and he's playing a pastor. No, he's no natural. Like, I just feel like sometimes yeah. some shows just need to be left alone. Do you know what I mean? I understand you people enjoyed it for what it was and they want to see it back. But when three quarters of the original cast are no longer in it, yeah. or you kill the remaining, the remaining cast off in the first episode... Why bother? What's the point? Because yeah. you're basically you're starting another show. You're rehashing, yeah. It's, there's maybe one or maybe like three original cast members are in it. Or f- okay, maybe four. Wow, got to season four. Bloody hell! And you're just left. like, what's the point? Why? What's the point? Just start if you want to just start another show or you know make it different to what the original was because now everyone's kind of expecting the original characters and they're just nowhere to be seen. They're either dead or you know. They took they they traded teams to Chicago or something, and you just never hear of them again. And it was just too rushed, you know. Things were happening too quickly. 
the whole season. Tiana Taylor, I mean, she's very, she's a talented girl, mm. but acting is not really <laughs> That's up there. Yeah. No, it's true. I think I think she did all right. So and I've seen her in other stuff as well. But she's not an actress, actress. Yeah. Like, she, not that she's playing herself, but she's playing herself. Wow. Kind of, you know, a remix of her. And it's just like they, they put so much sex scenes in as well to spice it up. Like, you know when <laughs> sex scenes should not be that long yeah. in a TV show? Oh, what? <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay, sex scenes is it like, like power in, sex scenes or is it like. No, but the power like sex scenes have sex scenes. purpose. No, they didn't have purpose. <laughs> no, 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 no. No purpose. No purpose. He was thinking, fuck, I've got to cover this no, up somehow. No, but oh, when you watch, man. okay, for example, power sex scenes, it fits in with, yeah. with, with the, do you know what I mean? You don't, you, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't look at it thinking, because people have sex, innit? Couples have sex. So yeah, they're show that. It was just random. No. Season two as well was just as mad, bro. Because you know, here's enjoying. the thing. For me, it's like, you don't need a sex scene in every episode. They threw in one every episode. Season like, one, they threw them yeah, in like every episode. It was no, <laughs> I know, like, was like, like, no tomorrow. They did. They did. First episode, straight off the bat, like two sex scenes straight away. Because my friend's like, No, every season in season one, there was a sex scene. And it went all out as well in that sex scene, boy. I had to be careful when I was watching Power on the Train. I was like, <laughs> anyway, you could say, I personally think they were, they, they fit, you didn't look at them thinking, oh, a bit too much. You might think, oh, it's a bit explicit. True, true. But you don't think what this wouldn't fuck? happen in real life. Yeah. Yeah. We've hit the floor. These things will not happen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it just, it, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah, or like sure. in that way anyway. It's just mm. too like, not even romanticized, but too fantasy-ish, I think. Yeah. Do you know, like really, are you going to be, you're having sex in a, in a, what do you call it? A tr- not a trailer. A bus, mm. like you know, their their thingy bus, but you know the pleasure so much. Your leg now kicks <laughs> out and breaks the window <laughs> of the bus. Like, <laughs> listen, no one's sex is that good in it, <laughs> or your foot is not that strong for you to break a window <laughs> of the bus on the coach on the coach. Leg. <laughs> shit, that's double glazed and shit. Can you believe? Yo, it must have hit leg day. Seriously. This is what I mean. This is what I mean. It's not realistic oh. sex. It's not, that's what I'm saying. It's not. Did you was know she, that? Was she barefooted? No, she had heels on. Okay. But no. <laughs> I'm no trying one, to make. Nah, no, even no, still. No, no, no. It's not. It's just. It's just ridiculous. Like, do you know that type of sex that people. Like you, you throw someone on the wall and then you, you know, you, you just their hands just up. Couple useless shit over for <laughs> yeah, no reason. Like, for no <laughs> the one's there, like, like, like that's what I'm saying. To throw the vase, it's, it's, it's right over there. Like. This is what I mean. Is that kind of oh, so just? Man. I just want to drag it. I, right. Honestly, and I don't. Uh, if BT have sense, they will not bring the show back yeah, because BT I don't have, have time. They don't True. have sense. So that was my drag. Wow. You I don't. Went, it, it you just, went in because yeah. it's stupid. <laughs> cool. I don't want to see. I don't want to see it again. <laughs> Yo, that sexy must have been wild, bro. It's, it was just so many. It was just ridiculous. Shit. Like no people don't open the. Can you? Okay, looking at us in this real life. I know it's not even know what would you do, but if you if someone opens the door and just charges at you and starts kissing you and you fall over and you're all rumbling on the floor, does that really? How often does that happen? I'll just be like, relax, be like. <laughs> Like you Let just open, you open the door, like... you open the door, and you say German. That's the guy's name, by the way, German. <laughs> and because he was um, flipping in that so Raven, I just can't take it seriously. Anyway, he oh, she opens the door, German. 
he runs to her and just start kissing and then just go all over the floor like for a good two minutes we, do we need to see that? <laughs> Pictures on the floor, glass on the floor. Boy. Like who cleans stuff? When you have sex like that, who cleans it up? Can you imagine you're sweeping the glass or the, <laughs> of the vase that you broke because of sex? Just thinking, well, I spent mm. 50 pounds on that vase now. <laughs> it's stupid. Anyway, so that was my drag for this episode. Moving on. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Stop the record, yo. Stop the record. Hold up. What would you do? Was it maybe two episodes ago? We we introduced a new segment called What Would You Do? Mm. And Catherine's not here today. So mm-hmm. Basil has has offered his scenario of mm. what would you do. So Basil, do you want to explain it? Okay, so my scenario comes from Black Mirror. Ooh. Season three, episode one, nosedive. And that's in regards to social media social status. Media. Yeah. So my what would you do is that to what extent um, what does somebody have to do for you to give them a low rating and to what extent would you go to to boost your rating so you can have a higher social standing in society Fuck. Like how far would you go left from dealer isn't it Left from de- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're not playing Lord. black chat. <laughs> we did last time I left from dealer you're first okay well i feel like to be honest i feel like nose died with was obviously like a magnified reflection of life now yeah social Mm. very social media influenced people do things for the gram people do things for twitter so you do things so people can get more followers to get more likes or whatever people do that already but obviously this one with nosedive is kind of like your life the the higher you go up the more you know in terms of the way you live the friendship groups you have and stuff where you can buy what you you can can buy you know it's like it's kind of like a currency basically more so so i think if i wanted to what i would give for low rating me i mean you just have to look at me the wrong way one day and i'm like oh (laughs) thumbs down because you know i think manners would be the thing i think that would 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 definitely give me give bad ratings in the in the show did they show the people like who gave you a bad rating? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So I yeah. want people to know. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. I was nervous. And in terms of um, trying to raise my own profile, I don't know. I just, I think I just be myself. You're not getting a higher social. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> though. No, that's because, freeze, okay, man. No, you know what it is? Because watching the show and seeing what that girl did <laughs> to try and um, get people to like, get yeah. people to rate her high end, so she can be. In, these certain clubs and stuff like it was just it was just tiring and even like in real life i look at people and think you're doing this for the gram but i know this is not really you know, how like your life is set however up. when you know, it does become you... your life it's something you may have to do because it becomes yeah, yeah, social currency yeah because i guess some people now on social media especially like instagram i assume yeah. and youtube and stuff they yeah. get money yeah, with yeah. the content that they put so obviously them showing certain pictures or making certain videos whether mm. it be comedy videos whether it be beauty videos hair videos whatever yeah. people watching them more followers more publicity they get more opportunities so i understand it it's a job for some people but in the way they did in, in nosedive was like was it wasn't necessarily a job it was mostly like she just wanted to be in the it crowd and i think ultimately yeah. that's what a lot of people want anyway like just in life in general so. but, it sh- but it shows you how much like numbers is a mad thing like especially in like social media like a lot of people look at numbers like Mm. before anything else Mm -hmm. like even if it's let's say like like you could have two songs and like one song is by far better than the other one but the one that's not as good has got 10 million views the other one's got fifty thousand, and you wouldn't pay no attention to the other one Mm -hmm. you know i mean and i think it's the same with social media like 
num people really like the numbers. Like if it doesn't have a K next to how many followers they got, then they don't want to hear it mm-hmm. yeah. and stuff like that. And people do anything like, but um, it's crazy. Even going back to what Esther said, mm-hmm. even that episode, she didn't even want to raise like her her score mm-hmm. to better her life. It was nah, just to just fit in, to which fit is in. crazy. Usually, most people say, "Okay, I want to bet. I want a better house, so I can you know do this. Or I want to have a better job." That that benefits you, where mm. rather than her was that I just want to fit in with fit the crowd. In, yeah. yeah, and even with all that work that she did, she was just fitting in because the person needed a lower score. It's horrible, man. What would I do? Um, okay, for me to give someone a bad score, they'll have to have like we have to be in a social area. And they might have have to eating all the sweets or something like that. Straight, they would get us like minus. And two. I would give you a minus for whining about it. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then people around me would understand. They'll probably give her a bad score because like, <laughs> she ate all the sweets. And then another thing I'll probably say is: imagine you go somewhere and you've been in a set position all the time then someone just comes one day and steals your seat oh my god (laughs) and they see you in that seat the whole all the time all the time okay can i say okay can i say something these are shots he's sending shots my way (laughs) i appreciate it because i ate archie and michael were here before i came here he saw archie (laughs) eat all the sweets yeah and he didn't ask for one. I went to Archie and I said, can I have a sweet? Uh, Archie gave me the whole packet. I ate the, whole, no, the rest of the packet. Why are you bitching? Did you hear what he just said, Esther? You said you asked for a sweet. And he gave me the whole thing. Asked for I did a say sweet. that she can have it. He said I can have it. And then he's like, what happens to all the sweets? When someone says you can have it, it just means, yeah, you can have it. No, he gets it. That's like saying, yeah, have my card. Just take it. No, 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 no. And then he's complaining about a chair I sat in. One episode, he sat in this chair. The second episode, I came in and I sat in the chair. Esther, it's not always about you. <laughs> this, this, I, I'm talking about food and, you know, being at work. It could happen oh, okay. so I could steal my seat at work. Okay. But anyway, those are the things that I could potentially use to give people a bad score. Um, in terms of what I would do, I enjoy Instagramming and um, posting pictures and stuff. I think I would probably be a 4.9 or 5 or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could only my, see the look Esther's my. getting around. Right <laughs> Oh man! So what you'd post pictures of food? Yeah, man. Our, people love food and cute stuff. So what I would probably do is post pictures of my kids, <laughs> <laughs> really cute pictures. Like, oh, that's so nice. Even on um, Black Mirror, you could see that most of the people who were getting high votes were because of cute stuff like the cute dog, or she would say, "Oh, I saw pictures of your kids. They were beautiful." So it will be food, kids, and just fun stuff, man. I would get their high marks, definitely. <laughs> Wow, someone's confident. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I think... I and think, I would just be an ultra nice guy, isn't it? True, yeah. I think for me, like... I don't know. If you just, just chat to me a different... Like, a certain type of way, I'm just like, no, nah, don't... That's what I'm saying, manners, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like... I think the simplest thing for me is just manners. Like, I'm a really big... Like, especially on how you talk to people and that manners. That's just a big thing for me, so... But I think my thing with the manners issue thing is if you're talking to, like, a five... They can still do what they want. Like, I'm a five. I can come to you and say, oh, whatever. People would want to get likes from me because I'm a number five. So even if I bad temper you, you're not going to be eligible to give me a bad mark (laughs) because I'm a five. You want me to be your friend. So you suck her up to me and say, you know, oh, it's cool, man. That's wild. (laughs) So think about it from that perspective as well. Yeah. Fuck. It's hard. Yeah, that's that's mad then. If you think about it like that, I'm like, what about... 
someone you didn't like the way someone dressed. Like, do you know? So your friend came to you like, oh, I got these new trainers, I got these new heels. If or they mix brands, oh my gosh! If you're wearing an Adidas tracksuit, I see you in Nike. I am I'm giving you the most negative points ever. Don't no, nah, don't mix brands yeah, like that, bro. That could like work, that could work. That you're definitely getting a negative. Um, <laughs> What else? What else? What else? What else? Trekkies and trainers need to match. Yeah, yeah. What like, about a Nike hat and Adidas tracksuit? But you're definitely getting a minus for that. <laughs> or if your trousers just swallow your shoes, like, no, nah, you're definitely getting a minus for that. As well. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I get bare minuses for shit like that. But I think probably what I'll do in order to boost my profile, I'll probably just do like maybe like modeling shoots or like really intricate shots of stuff. Because people like the interesting stuff mm. where it's like yeah. neon lights or like you take or like a foot like a photograph of you at like. An interesting place but really shot nicely you know so. what's funny I wrote that in my notes you know get mm. hench and start taking <laughs> start taking chest pics I'm posting it all over Insta you say chest pics yeah maybe not the hench chest part. and arms <laughs> maybe not the hench part but probably because sort of you like, just need yeah, like likes from girls innit mm. so like hip hop models they just show their ass like it's twerking it's and stuff. And and boom. I'll probably do like clothing style type type shots or because you know there's some weird brands. pictures out there and the, as long as like the picture's like shot in like a weird way mm. people like it just man. people like it yeah and just hype these shit as well like, like even obviously is is like you know a reflection of yeah. basically what it is, what it is. right now right now exactly, that's why yeah. i like black mirror because it's always like very realistic you know yeah. or what could happen if it got to you know yeah. what, what, you what would you do there's a number first my neighbours would immediately their cat is annoying and sometimes comes into my garden and drops his litter <laughs> oh shit I think people on the central line train mannerless individuals central lines of furnace they are definitely getting um, reduced where they're getting a bad score from me mm. I think slow drivers <laughs> Oh, so, no. and the reason why I would do it just so that the more their ratings go down I hope they just take their car and give them <laughs> an even worse car sorry to Wait. cut you off people no, no, that walk while oh, holding the yeah. fucking fr- I'm sorry <laughs> people who walk while looking at their phones yeah I swear to god I will give you the maddest negative of your I'll life go, like, I'll go one better I hate when people walk and they're just staring at their phone Boom. and I'm like barge into you you I don't budge. Way. I don't budge. When I see them coming, I don't budge. I just know that. For me, couples who hold hands in tight spaces <laughs> when they're walking. Because, <laughs> because I'm just like, where am I supposed what, to go? <laughs> when they're like squashing themselves into that space yeah, that's only and, meant to like. And they're holding hands. And I'm like, them. I'm there moving right. side to side. Like, okay, guys, how am I supposed to go past this? Yeah. They will definitely receive a low score from me. Actually, I think now you said that people that kiss on the escalators. No, but you can give them. It like, no. could, could be a farewell kiss. A cheeky peck, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. A peck is fine. But you've got people lips in from the top. And that makes me sick. I don't care. It makes me sick. Also, Congrats. people who walk on the left. No, people who just stand on yeah. the left side of the Escal- escalator. escalator. I, yeah, they're usually tourists. They get negatives. You know what? I think with the slow driving thing, yeah. it's the people you give right of way. Like, yeah, go on, go on, go on. And then they start driving slow in front of you. <laughs> Piss me off. Yeah. Yeah, there's. For me to boost, I think I'll pimping out children. My kids. What? What? Not, well, obviously not in that. Obviously not in that one. Obviously not in that. I mean to. Oh, what is this? What is Let me let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Using my using my children for social media games. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> what you do? 
How much yeah. you got? <laughs> Use my kids because I think that's the, that's the biggest way. I mean, people yeah, love definitely. when kids do things. I already planned my kids' futures. One of them will be yeah. covering the news age free because yeah. it is something different and quirky. I would just You're giving people ideas now. Oh, that's true. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, obviously, yeah, because people love kids. People they love when do, kids do, do adult things. So. That's the way I'm going to boost my rating. And obviously, all, the, all their actions will be under one account, daddy's account. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, wow. Oh, Definitely okay. work. That's something to consider. I mean, I, these things could really happen, to be honest. Oh, of course. People do it 100%. now. People yeah. use their children. That's why people have like their own page for their children. For their children, yeah. yeah. My friend's done that. Yeah. Home. They have a lot of followers. Yeah, grows and grows yeah, and grows. Exactly. People, if there's one thing people love, mm. apart from maybe animals, is kids. Mm. So usually yeah. we make a kid's profile and yeah. people draw to it. Like babies yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So my friend's a bodybuilder and then he just started a profile for his kid. Oh, okay. Moving on to oldie but goodie. Mm. Archie, I'm going to turn to you. You haven't told us what this yeah. oldie but goodie is. <laughs> if it's <Okay>. dead... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so um I was thinking about this the other day and like just randomly it just came to my head. I was like, raw, how's how come I've never spoken about this before? So my oldie book goodie is Samurai Jack. Oh I never watched that. You never you watched, watched Samurai Jack. You need to watch wait, wait, Samurai, Samurai Jack. Jack. Wait, I Cartoon feel like Network. I, yeah, it was on I, Cartoon Network. Can you show me a picture of Samurai Jack? Yeah, yeah. sure. So basically like Samurai Jack um, was shown on like Cartoon Network Toonami back in the day, mm-hmm. and they used to always show it at like eight o'clock, just because of the type of show it was. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, you obviously have Samurai Jack, and the main premise of the story. Yes, I, okay, I remember the Samurai Jack. He looked like the dad from the dad Professor from Powerpuff Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there were yeah, theories yeah. that they were. Yeah, that they were, okay, I've seen that whatever, kind yeah. of like the yeah. universe. Yeah, and it had the most bad man intro of all. Time, 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 time. But yeah, it's basically about Samurai Jack and he's obviously from like a time where he's just living peacefully. Then a demon Aku comes and he just basically just fucks up his town. But Samurai Jack, obviously like he's a bad man. So he obviously fights Aku, but then Aku's like, oh, you're about that life. So he sends him to like another dimension, basically. It's sort of like a futuristic time um, with just different aliens and just different pieces of technology. And like Samurai Jack's basically just lost in this world and he's trying to get back home. And just some of the sequences, the action sequences, the way they shoot stuff. Like probably one of my favorite episodes of all time is when Samurai Jack was facing um, another warrior. But the way they shot it was like black and white. So Samurai Jack had a black samurai suit, um, no, black ninja outfit a white ninja outfit and the warrior had a black ninja outfit and they were fighting in an area where like the sun always rotates. Yeah. So there were shots where it's like there was constant shadows or there was constant light. So you would just see them fight against each other. And like just the way it was shot, the storylines were sick. The action sequences were sick. Like watching it from a kid, I was like, yo, this show is like so amazing. So yeah, for me, like Samurai Jack is probably one of my favorite cartoons of all time. But that was, um, that's basically my oldie but goodie and a show that I'll, 
revisit I it again. It also makes me miss the, that era of cartoons. Yeah. Because there was always creativity. Everything was different. Whereas now when I flick on a few channels, it mm. all seems the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird shit so, now. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. And I, and, I, and I tried to watch a few it made for the, a few minutes and it's just not funny. Mm. And I was like, okay, yeah, for me, it's just gone absolutely downhill. The creativity has absolutely disappeared. Yeah. You're not having different cartoons explore different themes anymore. Mm. And as he explained, Samurai Jack has shown how they offered you different concepts to yeah. make it an interesting cartoon. Yeah, definitely. Was he Asian? Yeah. 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 But I think he it's was. testament to the times, back to the type of cartoons that we we liked when we were all younger. Like, yeah. uh, like I remember like there was like the Dragon Ball Z era. Yeah. There was like the WWE era, even though that's not a cartoon, but obviously like that, maybe like Baki, the anime, like just just certain like sort of action heavy, but also well shot. Yeah. Now it's sort of more creative and more colorful yeah. type of shows that are coming out now, like Adventure Time, regular shows, Steven Universe and stuff like and, that. And the, and the drawings are a lot the same. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> quite a few shows that have very similar yeah. drawing styles as well. But um, but yeah, that's my that's my oldie but goodie. Samurai Jack, definitely one to watch. Yes, to watch it. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, you're missing out. No, do you know what? I have seen, I have seen, you know, when I used to watch cartoons like that, but I don't really have interest for it <laughs> right now. But <laughs> maybe I'll watch a couple episodes on YouTube. I don't know. Okay, so moving on to our weekly recommendation or our bi-weekly fortnightly re- recommendation. Uh, Michael, turning to you. So what are you recommending for us I don't to watch? Know, I'm kind of torn between the two that I selected. This No no one has put two down. Any of you going to put two down? I know. I, I'm going to pick one of the two. So I'm, I think you should go with the second one. I'm a bit conflicted. I knew you'd say that. Um, so for now, okay, I guess for now, I'll go with the second one, which is Voltron, a.k.a. also known as, I think its original name was uh, Voltron Legendary Defender. Now, this is on Netflix, so if you want, you can watch it on Netflix. The reason why I'm recommending this show is because it's one of those, it's a cartoon, by the way, and it's one of those cartoons that I actually sat down and watched because someone recommended it. And I thought it was going to be a bit dead. However, after watching the first episode, it's like one and a half hours long. I was like, rah, what happens next? I tell you, I did not sleep until when I finished every single season of this show. Like, there's seven seasons. It's not that long. However, the seasons, the episodes get shorter and shorter. But it's just one that you can flash through. It's basically about five teenagers. And all of them are going through different issues or things. They enroll in this... um, academy to become a fighter pilot and due to circumstances something happens where they discover these five lions and then they become pilots of voltron and what happens is these lions combine to become a like megazord type fighting machine thing like just let's call it um it's like a Zord, a isn't Power it? Rangers, yeah. like a uh, <laughs> Zord, yeah. So, like, you got the five tigers or lion tigers, and they will form Voltron to fight off some evil force led by some guy called King Zarkon, who's trying to take over the whole universe. This show is brilliant. It's well made, well written. It's in English, so you don't have to read subtitles. It's on Netflix. It will catch you in a way where you need to know what happens next. And every time each episode finishes, you actually go on and watch the next one and you just, until when you've memorized the theme tune in your head and you're just walking around singing it. Like, I would be doing laundry or dishes and I would just be there watching it like, right, what's going on, what's going mm. on? When it finished, when I finished it, I was like, oh, damn, 
what do I watch now? But it's highly recommended. It's one of the top shows on Netflix as well. It's got 9.2 across the boards. Oh, wow. So it's something that I would suggest you watch. Seven episodes. The first seven seasons, however, it's only like five episodes per season or something like that. How long is the episode? Um, 20 minutes. minutes. The first episode was like one hour because it gives you an introduction of everything, what happened, how they become um, the Megazord controllers or Voltron controllers and how they actually engage. And it's just brilliant. It's soft. It's a soft watch, but at the same time, it's emotional for a cartoon as well because loads of things happening. You're thinking, oh, that's so sad. But um, it keeps you excited, and I highly recommend you watch it if you haven't watched it. Once again, it's called Voltron. It's on Netflix. It's free to watch. It's in English, not subtitled, so you, you say enjoy free it. free to watch? Yeah. Netflix isn't <laughs> <laughs> Depends so, on whose account you're using. Whose account, yeah. So yeah, just give it a watch, man. It's it's really good. And it's not like a typical cartoon which is for kids and you just sit there and you're like, oh, this is long. It's actually an adult type cartoon. It's action packed. Like every episode, it's like fast paced and quick moving and things just happening. And it doesn't have those cheesy filler episodes that just annoy you like, oh, allow it, man, that you want to skip. Every single episode is just bang, 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 which is what keeps you going. So yeah, give it a watch. Legend of Voltron. Well, okay. Voltron, the legendary defender, should I say. Okay. Well, thank you, Michael, for your recommendation. I don't know if I'll be watching, but okay. Well, that is the end of the episode. Thank you guys for listening. I've been Esther. I've been Michael. I've been Archie. I've been Basil Joseph II. Cheers. Okay. What was your full name? <laughs> Basil Joseph II. Um, <laughs> second, second, se- second of his household of the Van Joseph second, uh, second of his name with the Van Joseph household um, second generation of the land of Great Britain uh, and the deceive of all employers I <laughs> <laughs> think they're interviewing someone else <laughs> when I calm down okay well thank you for standing in for Catherine I think we enjoyed oh uh, yeah we enjoyed your, yeah, presence, man, your critique yeah. might I say that you you give probably one of the best explanations for shows that I've Oh, well, thank you. you. Yeah, you guys. Catherine, I'm coming for your place. Gotta <laughs> 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 watch out. She's gonna bring cake like yeah. so just, to, just to get likes. Trying to buy us back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, so make sure you follow us on Twitter at FYVP Podcast. Oh, she got it right. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's any show you want us to watch or review, or feel free to message us, DM us, tweet us. So we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes. Listen and tell all your friends about us. Thanks, guys. Have a yes. good weekend. Peace. Week. And week yeah. Be easy. See you next time. Bye. Arigato. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. You are listening to For Your Viewing Pleasure.